What up? Welcome in to not only a new episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, but a new year. Welcome 2020. Welcome to all of our listeners. Uh, thank you for picking us to start off your new year. My name is Kyler Durham. Sitting across me is Aaron Cross. And this podcast, the Not Your Normal Podcast, is brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, we got that out of the way. Hope everyone had a great new year. I know Aaron had a great new year. Aaron, what's up? Oh, nothing much. Um, I had an idea that whenever you said what up. Yeah. So, it's 2020. Okay. I've been working on ordering merch. Uh-huh. want to make sure it all comes in before we start doing anything. I think that makes the most sense. Before we also, start doing anything. Like, before we start selling it. Oh, yeah. Also. I don't want a bunch of back orders. I think I messed up. I think I should have took. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I think I should have took the, instead of ordering them from websites, like custom, like things yeah. like that. I think here in about a month, so towards the end of January, uh, go to like stores, any clothing store, and we both buy like a shirt of each. See which one's like which one we just determine is more comfortable. Yeah, like the fit is proper. Then we go to Hobby Lobby. Okay. Uh, they have a vinyl a vinyl printer and a vinyl scran- uh, scanner and a screen Make printer. Make our own t-shirts. And do it ourselves because like when you're ordering stuff off the internet, you don't know like the how quality. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know the the print itself will be good on it. But the quality of the shirt. But the quality of the stuff, shirt. Yeah. So I think that's and it's cheaper that way. And then you can sort of it's make to order. So like if someone was like, "Yo, I need this in a in a medium." We go to wherever we got the shirts from, buy a medium or however many come back and then make it and then they have so we make them ourselves so we're the we're the manufacturer exactly yeah okay yeah i think that's a better idea and it's cheaper that way instead of buying bulk orders online i have to pay for shipping and tax and stuff yeah we just just buy store exactly all i have to do now is buy that screen printer and the vinyl the the print uh the scanner itself yeah we already have the designs and stuff i can create the designs on here that's a good idea and then that saves an extra $300 to buy like shirts and stuff like that. And huh. ink. I think that's a better idea. Probably. So, well, also, well, go ahead. I had an idea for, for a shirt. Okay. What is it? How do we start each episode? What up? Welcome in. So you say, Aaron, how's, what are you up to? Oh, Aaron, what's going on? What's going on, Aaron? What do I normally say? Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing. Put that on the shirt. Kyler Kyler in quotation marks says, Aaron, what's going on? And then it says, Aaron in quotation marks. Oh, Oh, nothing. nothing. (laughs) Aaron, what's going on? Exactly. Uh, Nothing. So the first episode of the new year, we have a, uh, I have a long list right here in front of me of topics. Yeah. One over. So I'll just, this is our third topic, but I'll go ahead and hit it. Uh, Merchandise. You already started. Yeah. How's that coming? Pretty good. Pretty good. We have a. You saw the hoodie I was wearing. I've been wearing it around. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, where's I, mine? Black iPhone. Oh, it's at home. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> I forgot. Uh, yeah, black hoodie. iFilm Cinema logo right on the front of it. So do yeah. we have a ETA on merch? That stands for estimated time of arrival. I know what it means. <laughs> you know. Um, 
Not really, because I think so. The past week, I've gotten a package in every single day. Really? Except for the holiday, of course. Did you get my package? That sounded gross. Did you get the package you ordered for me? Be here today, so hopefully within the next fifty-five minutes. I said, did you get Because I think package? that's what time UPS stops delivering. So. Eight. Yeah. I don't know what time they stop delivering. Um. So hopefully it's supposed to be here today. So. All right. So. But these came in today. Oh yeah, we got some we got some uh, stickers. Yeah, some stickers. So. Some stickers. I'll, I'll put that on my car. I'll, I'll give them out. I'm not going to charge anybody. They would cost a dollar. Fifty cents a piece. They cost a dollar. Oh, a dollar fifty a piece. Okay, we're then. making profit. Yeah. Um, they're limited. This is the first edition. Yeah. <laughs> we should put just just put a one on all of them. Yeah, put a, a one marker. on all of them. Yeah. One. Okay. All right. So let's kick this off. Um. So your New Year started very well. You know how I know. How? Not. It didn't start well for me, but. You want to bet. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, back in August, me and my friend Peyton, we made a bet on the Dallas Cowboys on their season. Uh, the bet was, uh, well, okay, so I'll, I'll break it down. So, we made a bet on the Dallas Cowboys season in my favor for them to lose and Peyton's favor for them to win. Well, around mid-stride of the season, me and Peyton sort of forgot. Hold on. What was the... You said that they would go. You, so you said the they thing. wouldn't have a winning record. They'd go eight and eight or worse. So yes, exactly. So Eli, whenever we made the bet, Eli he was recorded there. It. He recorded it. Well, he went off to boot camp for the National Guard. So mid-season, back in you know October, me and Peyton sort of it was in the back of our mind. So we forgot exactly what was said. We couldn't remember if I said they would have a losing record, like exactly like seven and nine. Or if I said they won't finish more, won't finish better than eight and eight, and we couldn't remember if Peyton said if they would finish eight and eight or better. So we were like, okay, well, we came to a, a, a truce because we weren't sure if Eli still had the video. We were like, well, if they go eight and eight, neither of us win. If they have a losing, I win. If well, they have winning, he wins. In October, well, you were sweating because they were like four and one or yeah, something. Yeah, they were four and yeah. one. Yeah, they went on a they went on a hot streak. They like hot and cold. They started they off like three and zero, then four and one. Yeah, exactly. Then and like I was like, oh man. Three. And then something that Dallas Cowboys happened. The Dallas Cowboy curse. Jason Garrett happened. Yeah. Terrible coaching. Yeah. So fast forward to Christmas time. It's right around. You know they're they're pushing five hundred, and Eli comes back and he goes, "I'm not sure if I have the video." And we're like. Damn it! All right, no. And they're big like deal. seven and seven at the time. Exactly, Sitting no at big deal. We're like, no big deal. Whatever. Well, all of a sudden, he finds the video. Uh oh. But I didn't know this until after after he told me and after I figured out I won the bet. Apparently, Peyton knew he found the video, and they they watched it, and he told Eli he was like. You can, you don't have to keep the video. It's all oh, right. Oh, what a douche! Yeah, bag. what a, douche what a bag, jerk! Right? Pay up. Well, well. Funny thing, me and Peyton went and saw Uncut Gems. I want to see that. If you don't know, it has Adam Sandler in it. It's about I gambling. About it, yeah, last episode is sports gambling. Mm. Well, sports gambling. You heard that too? Yeah, I don't no, know what that was. me neither. Um, we leave a movie about sports gambling. Eli messaged me messages me and Peyton with like five minutes left in the movie. He says, "Check my story, his snap story." Yeah. So we leave the theater, and we watch it, and right there, clear as day, Peyton goes, uh, "Eli goes, what's the new bet?" And I said, "I don't think." And me and the video go, "The Cowboys will not finish any better than eight and eight. 
he turns to Peyton. He pans the camera over to Peyton. Peyton goes, I bet they have a winning record. And Eli goes, how much is the bet? And Peyton puts up a five. And he goes, $5? And he goes, no, 500 I put my hand out. And we shake on it. And Dallas finished 8-8. Eight and, eight. and Dallas oh, finished 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> Which they could have easily finished 9-7. Yep. They finished 8-8. Eight and eight. So, so, you, so when is he paying? Is he going to pay yeah, you? Yeah, he said he's going to pay me here in a couple weeks. So. so you want a $500 bet on going under yeah. the Dallas Cowboys, which that's at the beginning of the year, it's not a good bet. Yeah, exactly. But it is now. You're like Adam Sandler. That's the stupid. What he say? That's the stupidest fucking bet I've ever heard. And you said, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> well, congratulations. It's so. Funny. I hate you because that hurt me. That's so funny. That bet. Oh, that bet hurt me. Man, <laughs> fantastic. How do you go eight and eight? That's so funny. In my at life. the beginning of the year, looking at that lineup, you're like, man, that's a talented that's a good roster. Team, yeah. And Those then, people that had them as Super Bowl favorites. Yeah. That's a that's a talented roster, and they start off three and zero, and I'm like, yeah. it's a hot start. And they go four and one. And I'm lose like, the Packers. Oh, and one more. Yeah. Okay, maybe. And then they they hit that that two game losing streak, and then they won one. Then they lost two more in a row. And in my mind, I was like, that's the Cowboys. I know. Yeah. Something's gonna go wrong. And Peyton's no, they're gonna. They have an easy back half of the schedule. They play the no. the Bills and the Eagles and the Redskins. The Bills kicked our ass. The Bills kicked, Eagles your ass. kicked our ass. And then he goes, well, that's all right. They can win the next two games, and they'll finish 9-7. and seven. I'm like, that's what you think. And the Eagles were hurt. And Eagles were hurt. And Dallas didn't even score a touchdown. They kicked three field goals. And then the Eagles fly high. I hate the Eagles, dude. <laughs> I don't I like the Eagles. I don't like the Eagles, Eagles. But I like the Eagles this year. <laughs> So uh, let's, get on a, let's get on a better note for me. Congratulations on winning your bet. We'll split the money. Um, you hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. We have that on recording. I said, <sighs> okay, I said, congratulations on winning your bet. We'll split the money. And you go, yes. Oh. So we got that on recording. Incorrect. <laughs> um, what'd you do on New Year's? Your, Nothing. Your New Year's escapade. Nothing. You didn't do anything? You sat at home. Really? Huh. I'm dead serious. Well, um, I mean, uh, the way I look at it, I only had four, five options. They could either go out with probably no. I had four options: Anthony and Bear. But you know what they wanted to do was go out and could have went out with me. Get 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 Patrick Schwavy. Get Patrick Schwavy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a no go. <laughs> Patrick Schwavy, Noel Miller. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's a no go. Um. Uh. Go out to the ranch. That's a no go. And then sit at home. There's only three options. Yeah, no. Well, that's I was miscalculated. You could have hit so, me up. So I sat at home, and then I went and saw my friend in the hospital because they had surgery. Who? Uh, it don't matter. Okay, God. Um, <laughs> well, I uh, I worked New Year's Eve, and it was horrible. Yeah, I bet it was so busy. And then I worked. Yesterday, or, well, this is a Friday, so I worked Wednesday as well. So I worked New Year's Eve and the New Year's Day. Yes. And I'm not going to throw out a number. Okay. But on a normal night, I can usually, like a normal night that I work like four or five hours, if it's a good night, I can bring in 100 bucks, you know? Yes. Yeah, that was nothing. <laughs> both days. Like, I made bank both days. So, sucked working those days, but I made good money. But um, New Year's Eve, when I got off, um, I met Brittany, 
and we went to the old iron post and met up with some people that we work with, you know? Yeah. And I just made, as Randy Moss would say, straight cash homie. Okay. So I bought uh, Brittany, um, my buddy Billy from work, and me. I got us some Amarita Sours, which I bought six drinks. How much do you think I spent? I don't know what an Amarita Sour Amaretta is. Amarita Sour? It's just like a... So Amaretta is like a liquor. Okay. And then they put like a sour whatever and then cherry in it. Okay. It's pretty good. It's very good. It's like very, very sour, very tart. Okay. It's like it, it's like of a sweet tart and a bottle of bourbon had a baby. Oh, okay. Basically. That's the best way I can put it. Um, I bought six of those. How much do you think that cost? Probably around $57. No. What? It cost $30, but oh. then I left a $10 tip. So I paid $40 for six drinks That's not at bad. a bar. That's not bad at all. And then I had a screwdriver bought for me and then had a little glass of champagne. New Year, Brittany drove home. We went home, went to bed, and I worked in the morning. Fun. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was a, it was a good New Year. Um, you know Jacob Noyes? Yes. His stepdad, Ted, Be- Ted, Ted Beaver, he's in a band. They were playing at the old Iron Post. So oh. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, like half the, half the Red Lobster staff was there. So we went All up right there with then. them and hung out with them for a little bit, and then that's what we did. Uh, yeah. But you should have joined us. It was a good time. Had I a did, couple, uh, I had did a couple nothing. drinks. Did you watch the ball drop? No. No? You just looked at your phone and went, whoa, it's 1230. Uh, it's 2020. I, a new decade. What did I do? Um, I watched a couple of things on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, had some cereal. And... Uh, yeah, I just looked at my phone and played games. Age on my of Empire. No, nah, just little like dumb games on my phone, and then you didn't play with your Rubik's cube. I did a little bit. You're um, a dork. <laughs> then uh, my phone. I'm did just kidding. That iPhone thing was like the iPhone 10 does this thing where like it makes fireworks go off at midnight, and it went off, and I was like, oh, it's 2020, and then uh, that's cool. Yeah, new decade. Yeah, I was I was all right. You got any big plans for the decade? I made a a very, very bold prediction today. Okay. So my stepdad, and obviously my mom's last name, uh, McCraw. Okay. Do you know, you know the significance of that at all? Nope. McCraw Oil. Okay. So they own like an oil company in Bonham. Not David, my stepdad, but his family does. Okay. So we see a McCraw Oil big rig to that truck. And I told her, I said... You do realize that by the end of the decade that old businesses are going to be almost gone. She goes, what do you mean? Like, it's going to run out? And I was like, no. Like, Elon Musk is going to make electric cars affordable for everyone. So everybody's going to drive electric cars that don't destroy the the ecosystem and don't destroy the ozone. And there's going to be no more need for, for, for propane except for old heads that still use propane stoves in their, like, you know, stoves in their house yeah. and stuff like that. There's going to be no need because everything's going to be electric. All stoves, all cars, all uh, heating appliances, cooling appliances will all be electric. There will be no propane. Just old people with propane tanks and stuff will be left. Yeah. And old, I'm telling you, by 2030, let's see. We'll come back 10 years and listen to this and bet Coward was right. <laughs> old companies, and old companies will fight it the whole way. They'll do anything they can to make Elon Musk and all those geniuses look bad to try and um, tarnish their credentials, but... I think that's going to happen within. I, I told her within the next six, seven years, everybody's going to be driving electric cars. I don't think there is a way to make Elon look bad. He's pretty smart. He's really smart. And he's just he's a cool guy. 
I don't know about that. He is. He's funny. No, he's not. Yeah, he's hilarious. What are you talking about? Elon Musk is hilarious. They well, throw the they throw the metal ball at his. Oh yeah. Tesla. He goes. Oh, um, well, that didn't happen earlier. At least it didn't go through, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least it didn't go through. So, what I was saying earlier about my uh, my New Year or whatever. What New Year's resolution did you make? I didn't have one. Hey, you did. Oh How's yeah, it going yeah, so yeah, far? yeah. It's going good, soul brother. There you go. <laughs> gotta be gotta be less white this year. Okay. Gotta be less white. So that works. Check. I'm gonna go up to Compton sometime this year. I'm not. Maybe. Maybe Richmond. No. I'm okay. Maybe, maybe South Dallas. I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely Irving. okay. I might buy a little house in Irving. Go hang out in the hood. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what I did on New Year's? Huh? I watched, there's a skate company called Braille. Okay. I watch, they have a YouTube channel, Braille Skateboarding. I watched a ton of their videos. Really? Yeah. Is that still a thing? Skateboarding? I remember when I was in like junior high, like late elementary, junior high, like, Tony was real still was still real popular and Bam Margera and like uh I don't know if skating is as popular as it used to be, but it's pretty popular show. I like really? watching stuff like that, yeah. I used to watch people like eat shit. <laughs> I also watch like, like just completely wipe out it's I watch base jumping fails. Oh, like parkour free running stuff? No, base jumping where they jump off a cliff with a parachute and just doesn't go their way. Oh, like they die? Oh no, not all the Sometimes. time. The most of the time most of the videos are they jump off and they throw their chute, and they miscalculate. Like, like too how, late. Yeah, no, miscalculate how far away they are from the from the wall of the cliff. They like slam back into it or something. Oh, most of them are people with GoPros on, and most of the time they're. I'm assuming anyone who's base jumping has some sort of athletic ability. Or a psychopath. Or that, but most of them they're running and they jump off, and then the the wind carries them back into the cliffside. And they just push off with their legs or something like that and then land in like a tree. And they're fine. <laughs> but every now and then, like one dude jumped and he jumped off a bridge. And uh, <laughs> he jumped off a bridge and it was snowing. It was really snowy. And he flew down and he clipped this giant like boulder. Didn't hurt him. <laughs> but he clipped it and that wouldn't, that's what made him tumble down oh, into God. the snow. He caused an avalanche. <laughs> He was rolling down a mountainside, and you can just see the GoPro sunlight darkness, sunlight darkness. That's scary. And then the avalanche landed on top of him, of all snow. Did he die? And apparently when avalanche snow settles, it's like rock. It's hard to dig through. Yeah. No, he doesn't die. His friends found him, but they dug for him, and he was fine. Hold on. I'm going to find this video. I just thought of it. So that was pretty cool. Not really. I mean, he was in danger, but watching it was pretty sweet. Okay, if I can find a faster video. What is it? There's an avalanche. I gotta turn the volume down. There's an avalanche. <laughs> and it's like really, really bad. And this poor guy, look at this. Oh, I dropped my Jesus phone. This poor guy, look at him. He's snowboarding down the hill, and there's an avalanche behind. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Wait, hold on. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a. Person just does a skier. They just got air. Did a backflip. <laughs> back so there's an avalanche behind me. He goes, do it in style. Screw it. Look at this one. This is what I saw. This dude's like, oh, here he goes down the mountain avalanche. That's oh terrifying. Yeah, there was that. one of these. There was one of these I saw for sure that I was like, oh god. F that nonsense. That seems terrible. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's, trying to find that's the, ridiculous. There's one that's awful. Like the guy, like, it's like on him and he's just, <laughs> it's freaking that's awful. That's if terrifying. I can find it. There's one that's great. Oh, here it is. Found it. Watch oh, okay. this real quick. Watch this. Like, look, it looks like water. Yeah. He's in there. Here he comes. Watch. He's in there. He's in there. <laughs> he comes. Oh, out my there God. he is. There he is. <laughs> He's covered in snow. He's right there. You see him at the edge? Yeah. yeah he got out, but barely. Jesus. Like, it's so bad. And the, all the people on the camera are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, this dude's going to die. But he doesn't. He makes it. Um, But I was saying that, like, so for New Year's, I was at Red Lobster. Dude, holy crap. Not Not holidays. Not Thanksgiving. People coming in to, you know. Their families all come into town and you eat somewhere nice together before Thanksgiving. Not Christmas. This was horrible. An average night. An average night, I do $600 or between $400 and $600 in food sales. Okay. I did $1,400 in food sales. I sold almost a grand more in food than I do on an average night. I was there for five hours. It's a lot of people. You do that math. How much is that? I sold almost $300 an hour of food. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot. And usually people sit and eat for about 45 to 50 minutes. Mm. Yeah. So I'm having like six tables at one time for an hour for five hours straight. Sucks. Yeah. Then yesterday or Wednesday, the first, just as bad. It was awful. And I worked a double. So they I got start there. Start their New Year's off at Red Lobster. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, oh, and someone proposed. Yeah. Oh, okay. At Red Lobster. I think holiday proposals are cheesy. That's Texoma classiness for you. I think holiday proposals are very weak and cheesy. Really? Yeah. Why? When Bur- would you propose? Birth- birthday and holiday. It's a no-go. Just propose on a random day. Yeah. But hey, it's March 14th, you know? Like, I think birthdays and holidays <laughs> you marry are, me? are weak. I think that's a like a cop-out. Really? Yeah. Why? Because, well, it depends on the holiday. So... Anything other than Thanksgiving, Christmas, and your birthday, and New Year's. What if I was going to propose to Brittany on Christmas? I'd call you a fucking loser. Why? That's fucking stupid. What's wrong with that? That's our anniversary. I think that's a dumb. It's a dumb thing. And Valentine's Day. Oh God. Yeah, that's a bad one. I agree with that one. Don't do Christmas, New Year's, birthday, or Valentine's Day. What about? Oh, can I say that? What? Say it. I don't care. What about September eleventh? <laughs> would, that be, would that be a good proposal? I, don't know, I think so, yeah. That'd be a horrible I, one. Ah, probably. <laughs> When's your anniversary? 9 11. Uh, no. Yeah, that'd be uh, rough. Any, yeah, I don't think holiday proposals are good. I mean, Halloween's okay. Halloween? That's yeah, the worst one. That's stupid. I don't think so. It depends on the couple. What if they really like horror stuff? Then it's okay. What if they're spooky? What if you're, what if they really like Christmas? <laughs> or, no. Or what if they really like killing Indians? And they're into Thanksgiving. No. Or what they really, really love Valentine's Day. No. No oh, okay. one, no so one you really, really love no one really, really loves Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a way for cheating boyfriends to make up for their past sins. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> for sh- uh, like stores. It's a holiday for yeah, stores to yeah. make so much yeah. money by overselling candy. Yeah, absolutely. And overselling stuff like stuffed bears. Yeah. Which yeah. that one gets me. A stuffed bear with a heart. I brought, I bought Brittany a stuffed sloth. Okay, it's a huge sloth. 
All right, then. Now his back's all burned because Silas pushed him into the space heater, and it burned up his back. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I bought her a sloth. I'm not buying her a bear. I just think, yeah, holiday, big holiday proposals, week. Okay. Find, like, a other meaningful day, like, say for, I don't know, I don't can't even really think of a good example. Like Good Friday or something? Or President's no, like, Day? like, you, I don't know, the day you... The day you met, or the year, where you had your first date at, something like that. Where you had your first date. Yeah, like say for instance, that's not a day. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Say if you and Brittany went out on March twenty seventh, right? We went out in like. I don't give a shit when you went out. I'm just saying, early December. For example, okay, so you're telling me I have to go to Fox Tattoo to propose? Our first date, I got my nipple pierced. Well, that's that's on I, you. I thought that was our first date. Then we went to Chick Fil A. That's on you. Chick Fil A. Don't do it at Chick Fil A. They'll lose their minds. <laughs> wow. Their Chick Fil A employees are wild. They'll probably let you have the wedding there. <laughs> but like something like that, that's meaningful. I'm not proposing it. Fox tattoo. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. For example. Like, say, for example, you and Brittany went out on March 27th. I think it was 27th. December 14th. I don't care. <laughs> I think it was December 14th. Say, for example, you and Brittany went out on December 14th. Hold on. I can figure this out. Go ahead and talk. I'm listening. Oh, we'll get the last picture. Never mind. Say you and Brittany went out on March 27th. That's not true, but continue. It's a hypothetical situation. Hypothetical. It's hypothetical situation. And you went to, what's a cool restaurant? Um, what's a what's a snazzy upscale restaurant? Mm-hmm. Say you went to Olive like, Garden. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Say you went to Olive Garden, right? Okay. And then you went to what's something people do on dates nowadays? You you paid. I don't know. Uh, go eat. I don't know. Kyler, you've been in a relationship. You do this shit. We go eat. Like we go to the movies or go and then eat. What? Do you do anything other than that? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You go to like a nice restaurant. You went to a nice restaurant on March 27th. Say you haven't no, been back. Didn't. Say you haven't been back since then. Right? So take her to Chick-fil-A. Then you go back to Chick-fil-A and you do it there. That's awful. That's a meaningful day. You're like, you know what? This was where our first date was. It's only right to do this here. Don't cop out and be like, I'm just going to give you the best gift of all on Christmas. Be my wife. You're was, a loser and you're lame. I was close. It was December 12th. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's our next topic? I don't like talking about this. You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're the one that started talking about it. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> Run the tape back. No. You're the one that did. Anyway. Um, what? Okay, now nah, we'll talk about that. Um, we're about to get into my... I got... Two sports rants. Okay. One's not really a sports rant. It's just like R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, good way to start off the new year for this. That's awful. I'll say it anyway. Good way to start off the new year for the Stern family. Um, uh, Ex-NBA commissioner David Stern. R.I.P. David Stern. Yeah, he died the, yesterday, or Wednesday, January 1st. Yep. Died He's January first. Commissioner I knew growing up. I mean, that's what I was telling Brittany today. I was like, "It's the dude that was the commissioner in like what the early '80s, yeah, all changed, the way up into like 2013, 2014. Changed basketball, fixed drafts, yeah. <laughs> Let Michael Jordan fix the draft so that the 
the Knicks could draft Michael, and they drafted Patrick Ewing instead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was uh, – apparently he'd been in the hospital since December. That's where I got December 14th. It's written on the piece of paper right here. Um, he'd been in the hospital since December 14th with a brain hemorrhage. Yeah. And he just never recovered. And he was what? How old was he? 79? Born in 42. 79, 77? Something like that. I don't know. Something. That was way off. It's like 90-something years. No, it's not 70 years. <laughs> he was like 77. You're terrible at math. But then also, another person died on January 1st. I thought it was kind of interesting because I didn't know who it was. Who? A dude's name was Don Larson. Who's that? Do you have any you have any idea what that name no. is? So in the World Series in like the nineteen fifties, uh-huh. he was a New York Yankee. He's the only pitcher in Major League Baseball to throw a perfect game in the World Series. Oh. He died. He was ninety years old. Oh. He died okay. January first as well. Well then. So David like David Stern, that's the one that really I was kinda like, man, that sucks. Yeah. Because um Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban did not like David Stern. Yeah. And he even said like the dude was great for the sport, was great for n- new owners looking to buy teams, the growth of the sport, the marketing of the sport. When the dude when the dude became the commissioner in the NBA, they didn't televise regular season games. They only televised like big big games and then playoff games. And now now that you know in his in his death we look back and see, well crap, the NBA is like the number like the number one sport in the world almost yeah. besides, besides soccer. Yeah. And a, almost every single game is televised, and the NBA playoffs get great numbers every year, yeah. great ratings, and basketball is a more prominent sport than it's ever been during his era as the commissioner. So he did something right. R.I.P. David Stern. Yeah, David Stern. Rest in peace, my man. And then Don Larson throwing a no-hit or no-hitter, a perfect game in the World Series. Nobody else ever did that. And he died on, on January 1st as well. So. This isn't really a death thing, but it has to do with the death. You know what I saw today? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what? Do you remember in Captain America, the first one? I have a manager that looks like a Red Skull. Okay. Then. <laughs> uh, you remember Captain in the first Captain America, the, the, because it's based back in the 40s? Yeah, it's in, in World War Do you World remember when they did the little musical number and they had the woman play Miss Stark and yeah. she was singing? Yeah. Now she was arrested. For what? Stabbing her mother to death. Really? The, yeah. a- the actress was arrested or Miss Stark? The actress. Oh. Miss <laughs> Stark's dead. Yeah, no, Miss the actress that played Miss Stark in that little musical number mm-hmm. in that movie, she was arrested for today? stabbing her I think it was today or yesterday for stabbing her mother to death. Oh my god. For why? I have no idea. But something this, happened. You don't just stab yeah, your mom to death. I found that interesting. So continue. Oh my god. Um No, I have a manager at work. Which, it looks like the actor that plays Red Skull, or because there's two of them. I could get in trouble for this, by the way. Because there's two of them. <laughs> like I could get in trouble for saying this, but I don't Why? care. Why? Because it's like really rude. Okay, whatever. Like he looks like Red Skull, not the actor. He looks like a white Red Skull. Like his head's kind of like caved in a little bit. <laughs> he looks like he's done a lot of drugs. Okay, then. I mean, he's a. A, a douche. So okay, cool. But yeah, he looks like Red Skull, and I told another guy I worked with, and he died laughing. I bet he was like, "Yeah, he does." I bet. I thought you were talking with the actor that played Red Skull. No, no, like, no. Which one? No, There's no, no. Two of them. Yeah, I'm talking about just the actual character Red Skull. Oh, okay. You know, his head's all weird looking. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Red Skull. Okay, then. Cool. Can you imagine meeting someone that's your boss that looks like a no. Marvel villain? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that's why now, whenever he like tries to be 
his normal dickish self, I just laugh. Like, I will, in my, internally, I'm dying because I'm like, Red School. Look, I'll take the soul stone from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take the soul stone from you. Go away. Go sit in your office. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so I, I had a good night's sleep on New Year's. Uh-huh. I just slept better on a Flexpedic. That's very true. Flexpedic. Go to flex-pedic.com. <laughs> Get yourself a flex so you can flex on all the other mattresses. They have a 100 night trial where you can buy a mattress from them and you know if you don't like it and send it back and get all your money back and they'll donate that mattress to a local charity they also have some lavender infused mattress toppers pretty fire so go to flex-pedic.com or flex-pedic on uh, twitter and instagram bang bang esquite elite don't ever do that again what what are you junior high it's pretty fire <laughs> gabriel you see that fire pass <laughs> i threw in the game go <laughs> You see that no scope kill? That's pretty fire. That's what you sounded like. No scope kill. I so Call of Duty. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I played. I haven't played Apex in a while, but I played like two Fortnite. rounds today. So I played two rounds of Apex today. Um, first one, awful, straight terrible. Uh, it's the worst kind of game where your team makes it to the last two teams and then you die. The second game. For some reason, the game will glitch out every now and then, and you'll get dropped into a game solo with everyone else has teams. Well, that happened. <laughs> You're by yourself. So I was by myself. <laughs> so I just stayed in the drop ship and waited to see where everyone else was. I was like, I'm not trying to get lit up. Let me see how long I can actually go by myself. Well, there's a train in the game that's called, it's like a loot train, basically, or has all like, the good like shield and all that stuff. So I just dropped on it because no one else did. So... Scoop myself a scoop myself a gold scoop shield, myself. which is the the I think it's called the executioner shield. It's just really hard to break. A couple nice guns, and then I just went and like camped. Around. No, I didn't camp. I walked around. No one was around me in this whole like area of the map. So you know the map gets smaller. I run into a team. Uh, I was playing as this guy named Caustic, who is like has a toxic gas that he throws and it kills him. Yeah. So I threw it. They all three just got stuck in a house. Because so they went in the house. I saw them go in the house. It's only two entrances. I have three gas traps, which I can sit in front of the door, and it'll lock them in. <laughs> so I snuck up behind them while they're looting this house. One in front of the door. One in front of the door. One in front of the window. Then I threw my gas cloud in the house. They had no other choice. Then I just ran away. They started throwing grenades and stuff out the window. All of a sudden, it was like, bing, bing, bing. And it was like you eliminated three players. Oh, I was really? Like, Sick. <laughs> I'm a beast. So I went in there. I took all their shit. Went to the map. Uh, hopped on a uh, on a zip line. Flew down on top of this building. Knocked out three other players. I'm at six kills now. By yourself. By no myself. Team. No Ew. team. Kill one more guy. I get the little thing that pops up on the screen that says you're the kill leader. Got the most kills out of everybody on the game right now. Map gets to extremely small. Real fast, does that do like Fortnite where the map like starts yeah, to get yeah, smaller yeah. and if you're outside of it for some amount of time yeah, you die? Okay, yeah. Fortnite's stupid. Um, all of a sudden, my little gas cloud thing pops back up again. So I have it. I have my, it's my ultimate. You didn't pull this off, did you? I did. By yourself? I got a dub. <laughs> oh I got my a dub. God. So I noticed where the map was, where the map was at. Yeah. I have like four med kits that'll heal me all the way back up to full health. So I let them run to the ring first, 
and I let myself stay in the storm, and it's killing me, like, drastically. So I just start pumping these med kits. Then finally, when they start not to look anymore, I run in the house, and I close the doors behind me. I put gas traps on the inside so they can't come inside. <laughs> the ring closes right around, like, right on top of me, so they have no choice. But to either die out there or come inside. Basically, yeah. So You're a strategic genius. One of them walks up to the door, and when a person gets close to the door, to the gas trap, it goes off. So it went off, and they came in the house. I just threw it down there, and they tried to run up the stairs, and every time they ran up the stairs, I would either throw a thermite or a grenade, and then I'd just shoot them. Knocked out three other players. I finished the game with 10 kills, kill leader, and the dove. I have 21 season wins now just with that character. Wow. Well, 21 season three wins. Well, just with Caustic, I think I have like 11 or something like that with someone else. You're, like 20. A, you're a strategic genius. It wasn't supposed you to work. Grant would be proud of yeah. you. <laughs> like Napoleon would be like, hey, get that dude in our his, army. His, his ult is very unfair because it spreads a big radius. Like the cloud? <laughs> yeah, it's oh. unfair. Um, don't podcasts like have like keywords or whatever that like – I'm trying to think what would explain this. YouTube videos will do this. Like YouTube does this. Like if you say a word enough and it'll catch an audience, they'll like toss you on the uh, on the trending page. Oh, maybe. Does podcasts have that? So when I upload these podcasts, I figured out something. I didn't know this. Or Spotify or something? Yeah, you can do a tagline. So I've always taglined podcast. That's always what I've always taglined to pop up on podcast pages on SoundCloud when people search for it and Spotify. But you can do more things. It's sort of like a hashtag almost. Sort of, it works the same way that way. Yeah. Um. So I've been doing that. I should probably add more tags to it. Pop well, up other places. You gonna put a tag that'll get us a bunch, like mil, like a million views in this episode? How? Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. <laughs> tag Fortnite. Um. Oh, Fortnite whoa. podcast, sweet. People. I learned something about SoundCloud though, because that's where we, I upload them to first. To yeah. go everywhere else, I can do a scheduled release. Yeah. I didn't know that. Where you like it has a timer and it puts it out on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've been. Going to bed late, well, not late. I go to bed at two o'clock every day, anyway. But I've been going to bed at two and then waking up at five every, like every Tuesday. That sucks. Not really. I don't mind it. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday for thirty-five episodes now. <laughs> I can, whenever we get done with this one, I can go home. That's just for SoundCloud, though. It's not for Apple. Does but Apple as, have it? But as soon as it goes out on SoundCloud, it goes to Apple and Spotify because oh, that's where they get their RSS feed from. Okay. So as soon as I can schedule it to hit it five, to upload at five a.m., well, it actually uploads as soon as I put it on. It uploads, yeah, and it but just makes it the track it. private, yeah. So only I can listen to it, and then it makes it public, and at, then it makes it public at five a.m. Yeah, huh? That's pretty cool. So I'm gonna start doing that now, so I can sleep from one to five instead of two to five. <laughs> so I have a. Uh, I told you I had two sports things. And the first one was just about David Stern and Don Larson. Second one, this one might go on a little longer. We're on time. I don't really care. <clears throat> um, the movie Moneyball. Yes. With Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, and um, it's about the, was it 2000, what, what year was it? 2002, 2003, Oakland Athletics, right? Something like that? I think so, 2003, yeah. 2002, I don't know. So anyway, what if you haven't seen the movie, well, you missed a really good sports movie. It's one of my favorite movies just in general. But Brad Pitt is the character Billy Bean, who's a real person, who's a real general manager. 
it was <laughs> before you can say anything else. You said Billy Bean, which reminded me of Kobe Bean, Kobe which reminded Bryant. me of LeBron James. LeBron's birthday is at the end of the year. Yeah, and they did his thirty because he turned thirty-five. Yeah, and they did LeBron's thirty-five top, 35 top plays. plays. I saw him there, gross. You know what my favorite LeBron play is of all time, and it's not because of what LeBron did; it's because of the commentator. I like the when he dunks on Kevin Garnett. That's a good one. LeBron James with no regard for human life. That's a good one. So there's a song by Jay Z. At the beginning of the song, it goes, "Allow me to reintroduce myself." Oh yeah, my allow me Ho. to reintroduce myself. I am. He's no, my goes, name is goes, the King. He goes. Uh, he dunks. It was on uh, Yourself Nurkic. Yeah. He goes, "Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Braun. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Braun. Who does that? Who says that? <laughs> it's so funny. Um, my I name is Braun. <laughs> he goes, "Allow me to reintroduce myself." My name is Braun. <laughs> he just throws it down. That was a That's mean a nasty dunk. dunk. Yeah, I watched that video on, on NBA's so YouTube funny. channel. It's so funny. I die laughing every time I hear it. So, Billy, back to what I was saying. Okay, go for it, yeah. Sorry. You cut me off. Let me cut you off. <laughs> Let me cut you off right there. So, Billy Bean was the general manager of the Oakland Athletics in whatever, 2002, 2003, whatever year it was. And the... Cleveland Indians, he's trying to do a trade. This this is like real. Like the the movie's based on like real yeah, stuff, yeah. and you can go back and trace it. But he was trying to do a trade with the Cleveland Indians, and the year before he was able to kind of young, like not young, but younger general manager, younger than him. Yeah, which Billy Bean was a player, first round pick that was a bust. Okay, but um, he's able to kind of like you know kind of uh jerk this other general manager around. The Indians general manager. So he goes up there to Cleveland for a meeting, and he's in the general manager's office, and there's this dude that in the movie his name is Peter Brandt, which is Jonah Hill. In real life, his name is Paul DePosta. That's his real name. Okay. Went to Harvard, or Yale. Yale. Went to Yale, and he's a numbers guy, analytics guy. Okay. And the general manager is listening to Peter Brandt, who's Jonah Hill, who is Paul, the yes, real guy, Paul yes. DePosta. So um, Billy Beans, like, you know, goes and finds Peter Brandt, which is Jonah Hill, and is like, what just happened in there? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, when we talked on the phone, when I talked to the general manager on the phone of the Indians, we were going to do this trade. But then he listens to everything that you say. Why does he listen to you? And he's like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, why does he listen to you? Because this guy was bringing numbers into baseball. Yeah, baseball old heads. Well, you can see who the good players are and stuff like that. Yeah, the guy's got a good arm. He's got a good swing, all that stuff. Well, Peter Brandt just went straight by numbers. So in real life, Billy Bean buys Paul DePosta from the Cleveland Indians, who Jonah Hill plays, which the characters renamed Peter Brandt. So in the movie, they have Moneyball, which is what Cleveland, or which is what Oakland really did in real life. Yeah, where you're not paying the best players, you're not going out and buying the best free agents. You are buying the people that will get you hits, that will get you on base, that will get you win or runs, that will get you wins. So you use an algorithm to statistically figure out what the players that you have. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap, so with the payroll that you're given, what player statistically will give us the the, be, the most the best chance to have a successful team? Yeah, straight analytics, not not looking at guys, not this guy hit 40 home runs. It's how many runs did this guy account for? What's his on base percentage? Not how many hits he had, not, you know, how much is this guy worth per dollar figure? Yeah. How much is he worth? So, um, baseballs move that way. 
Everybody, okay. everybody, you know, this what's going on in Oakland, it's not going to work. Yeah, and yeah. They, they won 21 games in a row that year, the longest win streak in baseball. Yeah. Um, but never won a World Series. Yep. So, um, Paul DePasta, or DePasta, DePasta, or whatever his name is, the real guy from Yale. Yes. He leaves Oakland a couple years later, becomes a general manager in a couple places. Okay. Guess where he has a job now? Where? The Cleveland Browns. Huh. Baseball now is analytics. Yeah. You either hit something. Oh, how do I explain this? You either walk. Yeah. You either get a single. Yep. Or you hit a home run. Yeah. You don't strike out. You fly out. Or, I mean, uh, how am I trying to say this? You either hit a home run, strike out, or walk. Yep. Because a strikeout is not as bad as a flyout. Very true. Because nobody's going to, like, you know, kind of thing. Nobody's going to move. Yeah. And hitting the ball on the ground, if you have base runners, you can turn a double play. Yep. So I'd rather swing for the fences and fly out than have a ground out. Yeah. I'd rather strike out than have a double play that ends the inning. Yes. Analytics. That that dude, Paul DePasto or DePaste or whatever, started. Yeah. And Billy Bean. This dude's now on the Cleveland Browns staff. Uh-huh. He was. He's been there for about two or three years. Okay. Their general manager, the Cleveland Browns general manager, uh, John Morrissey or whatever his name yes. is. Him and the Browns parted ways. They fired Freddie Kitchens, their head coach. Yeah. They fired their assistant uh, coach. They fired their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator. They fired the quarterback coach, offensive line coach, defensive back coach. Yep. They fired everybody except Paul DePostum. They fired every single coach on the staff yesterday except him. What are you getting at? The Cleveland Browns are about to pull analytics into football. Okay. And this is the dude that also said don't draft Baker Mayfield. That's what he said. Paul, Paul, whatever, whatever his name was, the Moneyball guy, said do not draft Baker Mayfield. He's too small. He's not athletic enough. He's too risky. Hmm. Analytically, he's going to throw more picks than – not more picks, but he's going to throw more picks than we can, we can have. He's going to turn the ball over more than we can have if we want to win. He was also the guy that told him not to trade for Odell Beckham Jr. The dude's worth too much money for what he's going to do for us. It looks like he's right. He's also the guy saying trade Odell Beckham Jr. because we can get a bunch for him. Yeah. He's, he's the guy that goes, I'm not paying this dude $13 million to get six touchdowns. Yeah, I'll pay four wide receivers $4 million a piece that are going to get me 20 touchdowns. Yeah, And they'll get... Odell will have 91 catches. Well, these four guys together are going to have 120 catches. Yeah. And they're going to have 2,500 yards together. Yeah. And they're going to have seven touchdowns apiece. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm not paying one dude a bunch of money. I think team I'll, has too much star power. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but is, is that not weird to you, though? They yeah. fire everyone except him. So the NFL, just like baseball, I believe, is about to go into an analytic movement where it's kind of like um, we're either showing like, – we're either going to throw a slant or a drag route, or we're going 50 yards down the field, a go pattern. We're going for it all, or we're going to doing something short. Because if I throw a pick on third, and if it's third and long, and I throw a pick 50 yards down the field, it's like a punt. Yeah. I punted the football to you. Yeah. But if I throw a pick throwing some 15 yard dig route, and then yeah, and, and, and then you return it five yards. Yeah. That's a 10 yard punt. Yeah. You get what I'm saying here? Uh, yeah. Makes so sense. I'm, I'm going to do safe stuff, safe stuff. The NBA, analytics. You either shoot a layup or you shoot threes. 
now, yeah. Analytics because of Moneyball. Yeah, okay. Because of Steph Curry, kind of as well. But analytics. So analytics have taken over baseball first with Billy Bean and with Paul DePosta. DePosta. I don't know how you say his name. DePosta, whatever. Yeah. With his name is Peter Brandt in the movie. People are going to be confused by that. Then basketball has the analytic movement where it's kind of the mid-range jumper. I mean, is it not a lost art? Besides Kawhi Leonard and a couple guys, a lot of guys don't shoot that mid-range. Like Kobe, the little, the little over-the-shoulder fadeaway kind of moving it's not away. Worth Dirk, it anymore. Dirk, it's not worth it because it's, it's, it's a long two-pointer. It's a long two-pointer, take, yeah. Take four steps out and the shot's worth three points. Yep. At, at usually a higher percentage. Yeah. It's less contested. So if that happens in baseball, then happens in basketball, and the same dude that started the movement in baseball is now in the NFL, I'm just saying. Okay. Cleveland, Cleveland's about to start, and everybody's going to say it. You know, the same thing they did in baseball, same thing they did in basketball, where, oh, you know, God, these, these guys that know football or basketball or baseball, this isn't the way to play. You know, yeah. you have to do this. You have to, you know, in baseball, you have to steal bases. You have to, you have to hit doubles. No, you don't. <laughs> in basketball, you have to have a good mid-range jump shot. You no, be, you don't. No, you don't. You do what the numbers say are the highest – the, mo- the, the, the highest success rate that the numbers say, that's probably what you should do. Yeah. And the only place it doesn't work is Houston because they're too analytically driven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. be in the middle. Be like, we follow our analytics, but we also use our eyes. Yeah. Football is about to be the same. And they're going to do the same thing where they mouth about it and talk about how bad it is and talk about how it's never going to work. And then in 2024, when every quarterback's completing, if you have a good year, you've completed – 62% of your passes. Yeah. Wait in five years when guys are – in four years when guys are completing, on average, 67, 68, 69, 70% of their passes. Yeah. Like that's like the league average. Just saying, analytics is about to make a movement in, in football, and it's going to start in Cleveland because of the guy that started it in Oakland for Makes baseball. Sense. So that's Did my you know rant. That? Did you know that uh, I think if the numbers stay true right now, do you know who will be who will be the captain for the West All Star team? Luca. Yeah, I saw that today. He's leading the voters. Luca and Giannis. Yeah, Luca, Giannis, and LeBron are the only ones with over a million votes. Yeah, Luca's going to be the captain. Probably. That's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. Second, the second year phenom. Who's his first pick? Bron. It depends. Does he have the first pick? He will. Have he gets the, the most votes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Bron. If he has the most votes, allow me to introduce myself. In votes. Yeah, I know. I saw it today. LeBron, Giannis, and then I mean it's Luca, Giannis, LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. So Luca will have the have the first pick. He'll pick Bron. Then Giannis will pick. Well, that's tough because Steph won't be playing. Him and Steph have that thing where they pick each other first, depending on if they're the captain or not. Uh, Who? Steph and Giannis. They've picked each other first the past three years because it's either been one of them two. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Um, Steph picked Giannis twice and Giannis picked Steph. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who the All-Stars would be this year. Right now, the, it's in the East, it's Trey Young, Joel Embiid, Giannis. Um, That's kind of a weak class. Jimmy so Butler. I don't. And I forgot who else. And then the West is mean. It's yeah, the Luka, West is like James Harden, Kawhi. LeBron James, Kawhi, and Anthony Davis. Paul George. Paul George is in there, yeah. Um, has Russell played well? Yeah. Chris Paul's played well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. Um, who else? Uh, I'm blanking over here. 
least. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um, who else? Yeah, the e- the East is kind of a little weaker. It's a little weak. Yeah. The West is the West. Every year we're like, oh, the West is strong. LeBron's in the East, but the West is strong. The West, the West is, is stronger awesome. this year. The Spurs That's awful. Suck. What does that say? This is awful. The Spurs suck. What does that tell you about the West? The West is really, really good. Yeah. Well, um, now that I've dominated most of this podcast, let's talk about your thing. Let's talk about... <sighs> the second topic's real stupid to me, but we'll talk about two movies. Uh, what's the second movie? Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about two movies. We'll talk about a celebrity. Oh, yeah? And then we'll hit one more sport, and we'll wrap this up. This will be a longer podcast, by the way. One Not of that much longer. Ones. Not really. Yeah, it takes a while. Our, I think these. our longest episode is the one with, our second one with Nick. It's an hour and 37 minutes. Let's beat that. Um, <laughs> well, let's not. <laughs> all right. So the first movie comes out today, or last night. It came out technically last night, but yeah. today. Te- yeah. It's all yours. The Grudge. Yes. I love that. The Grudge. Looks uh, good. Uh, the Grudge is, it's about, I think it's a Japanese horror thing. Yeah. That came from Japan back in like early 2000s, 2006-ish time. Earlier than that. Probably, yeah. Um, and then it got Americanized and it became a, what do you say, cult classic, horror cult yeah, classic. Well, they reamped it and they redid it. And it has a, is it, is it Harold or Kumar from Harold and Kumar? Kumar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's Harold. I don't know. It's one of them. Um, he's in it. Uh, there's a couple other actresses in it. Um, oh, it's Harold. Yeah, it's Harold, yeah. Yeah, because I always thought the Asian dude should be Kumar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Harold. Uh, Kumar is swole now. Have you seen him? Because he's going to no. be in uh, the Eternals, Marvel's Eternals or whatever. He's playing a hero. He's ripped. He's massive. He put on like... like Chris Evans massive? Bigger. What? Yeah, he's huge. Uh, I saw pictures of him the other day. Um, so yeah, The Grudge. Can't wait to see that one. That'll be a good flick to I'm go exci- watch. Yeah, I want to go see that. Um, that's really all I got about the grudge. I mean, if you don't know what the grudge is by now, then. I thought the preview looked, uh, the trailer looked awesome. Oh yeah, the trailer looked cool, and it's got to have the vintage. I'm in the shower, and the hands come out of my oh, head. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. There's a lot of cool things that happen in the grudge, like uh, like you said, the shower, because um, they switched up the main character. Because in the original grudge, it's a woman. Yeah, this one, it's him. He's in the shower. And he's washing his hair. Then a hand comes out of his hair. Ugh, that'd be gross. Um, what else is the the classic uh, the the noise? Yeah. The, the, uh, that thing. Um, what else? Okay. That noise. <laughs> yeah, that noise. What would you um, do if you heard that? Not tonight. It's a weird noise underneath your bed. Is is, is that a good like impression well, of the grudge? Yeah, you can't get away from it. Like in, the, I think it's the Grudge Two. I think it's in the second one. Does anyone just take a twelve gauge and just pump it through his head? I don't know. <laughs> I oh, think it's, I think it's in the second one or maybe the third the third one, where the Grudge starts haunting a little boy, and at the end of the yeah, movie he thinks he gets away from her he and pu- he puts his hood over his head and then you see her eye behind him in his hood and he gets sucked into his own hoodie. We've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> so that sucks. You're not even safe in your own clothes. You have to walk around naked. <laughs> He's still in your hair. She grab you from your 
inside out colon. Just pull you through your butt. <laughs> Puts his hand, pulls his hand out of your butt and rips <laughs> you through. That would be awful. That'd be like if you were in an airplane in one little hole. Oh you yeah, could, you could get sucked through that tiny hole. Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah, in like a jet line or not like a yeah. one fifty. Uh, um, the other movie, the first one, too. a quiet place too. It doesn't have John Cranston. Is it, is it a? I couldn't tell by the trailer. Is it a prequel or a sequel? It's a sequel because it's got the baby, right? Yes, but it looks like a prequel. I think it's it takes place before and after. Okay, like it shows what happened leading up to it, and then you see the aftermath of the first one, and then it goes into the second one. Which a quiet place was. Awesome. John Cranston like uh, outdid himself. I think, he, I think he's he has to be directing this one. Yeah, he absolutely. I thought he was. He probably is. The in the trailer, everybody's freaking out when they first the aliens first or whatever yeah. they are creatures yeah. first attack. And she's driving, and that bus comes oh, fly. Yeah. She puts it in reverse, and she's looking backwards. And one of those creatures in the bus is moving towards crawling her, out starts of the crawling bus, out yeah. of the bus towards yeah. her car. Oh my that's god. Pretty cool. um, do you know the guy that they run into? Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't. You know who that's from? Uh-uh. Who he is? Uh-uh, I couldn't really see who Twitter it was. Twitter and stuff, like, freaking out about it. I wasn't paying really good attention to I it. I don't know his name. I looked him up earlier today because I was like, why are they freaking out about this What's guy? What's he on? He was Scarecrow in Batman. Oh! In Batman Begins? Yeah. And then in The Dark Knight? Yeah, that's Scarecrow, yeah. Wait, is he in The Dark... He's in The Dark Knight Rises, isn't he? Because he's running the court. He's running the court. He's in all three of them, then. When's he in The Dark Knight? Uh, at the very beginning, yeah, at the very beginning of the Dark Knight, uh, Batman's catching he as the the parking lot scene, the parking. Oh yeah, 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 where he lands on the car, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in all three of them. Yeah, yeah, he's that Scarecrow. Really? He's in it, so yeah. he's the guy that they like meet. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that movie looks very, very good. I, I'm excited for it. I want to go see it for sure. I, I, th- I thought the first one was amazing. I thought I liked it too. It's pretty. A good. movie where you can't talk. Yeah, I remember going to see the first one and sitting in the movie theater and being extremely... It, it felt really awkward. Because you're quiet. Because yeah. everything's quiet. Even the movie is quiet. So That's like... Um, crap, what's that like movie? It's like going to see a silent film. <laughs> it was like The Revenant. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went and saw it together, didn't we? Peyton's calling you again. He's probably calling you to tell you he's not going to pay you for his bet. No. Answer it. I'll talk to him. What's up, Peyton? What's up, Clayton? Yeah, what's up? Damn. Why? Hey, hey when do you, when do you think you're going to pay Aaron? There's people here. I'll head up there. We're almost done. When do you think you're going to pay Aaron? On my own time. <laughs> you said on his own time? No, buddy. That's not what you said before. On time, Yeah, that's all good. Anyway. Pay up. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there soon. Probably about 20 minutes or so. He calls us every single podcast. Yeah, it's really now we weird. Just, now we just need my dad to burst in here. Carson Wentz! I have a question for you. Huh? It's a, it's, it has nothing to do with any of the topics we wrote down. Okay. But I have a question. Okay. So this, I do film stuff and take pictures and all that stuff. Not really. I think I'm it's pretty kidding. good. So I, have, I do film <laughs> stuff and picture stuff and all that stuff. Is it wrong of me to not like so I had someone messaged me. And they said, hey, I have a question for you. And I know them. I'm good friends with them. Okay. And I'm good friends with them. And is it wrong of me not to want to do their wedding photos and wedding videos and stuff? Like, I would prefer to go as a spectator to watch it because, like, we're friends. I don't want to be there working. 
I would like to ex- like you know experience it. Yeah, experience that day because no. we're friends. Okay, I was just wondering. Who was it? I can't say it. They listen to the podcast. I'll tell you after. Just mouth it. No, I'll tell just you mouth after. It. No, I'll tell just you mouth after. it. Just mouth it. Just mouth it. Move your mouth away from the mic. Oh. Yeah. When's that going down? Uh, I'm not sure. I They snapped me, and I did the thing where you slide over, but you don't open it all the way, and I couldn't see the month, they said. <laughs> You're sick. I don't know. I just I always felt weird. Like, I always... And it sort of makes me feel lesser than almost. Like you're being left out. You're there to work, not yeah. to go to the wedding. Yeah, exactly. Like, Maybe it's a nice thing. It's like, hey, I want you to film my wedding. I get that. Under- you also get to go. Oh, yeah, but I don't. Whenever I do weddings and stuff like that, I'm not looking at it like when I work at a wedding. I'm not looking at it as a spectator. I'm looking at it as a as a videographer. Like, what I'll can I it. get? What can I shoot to make this the best wedding video possible? And I don't really understand like what's going on around me because when I'm because when I'm working and doing that stuff. I don't listen to anybody. I put my I put my AirPods in, and I just I just film. No one talks to me. I don't talk to anybody. I just do what I have to do. You know, the extent of my talking at wedding videos goes to, you know, moving people around whenever I do B roll shots. I'll film. All right, I'll do it. I don't know. I, was, I got asked that, and I was just like, because this isn't the first time that I've been asked this, and I, every single time I'm just like. I'd prefer to just go as like a guest because I would like to. I thought we're like we're friends. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, almost like you're a cheaper alternative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of get what you're saying. What the hell do you want to talk about Justin Bieber for? I just thought it was interesting that what? he <laughs> came. He's coming out of his weird, weird state of hypnosis. I guess so. Yeah, his weird, his weird uh, absence from music this year. So what were you talking about? He's putting something on Instagram that said 2020 a bunch, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. So uh, he put something out that said 2020. He was like putting a bunch of stuff out that said 2020. And well, I know what it is now because he's putting out, he released the name of a single. His single comes out. What's it called? Yummy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yummy. And he's he said a new album's coming out and he has a documentary coming out. That's really about it. But I just like Justin Bieber, so. <laughs> I like the Biebs. I like a lot of people that people don't like. What are you laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> what? Britney's yummy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm so I don't like a bunch of people that people don't like. I like, I like Justin Bieber. I like the Pauls. I Ooh. like the Pauls. Oh, I can't. St- <laughs> Shut up. Stop. You did it on purpose. We're not talking about them. I like the Pauls. I like Bieber. Uh, I like Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's fine. What's another person Kanye. that people don't like? Kanye. I love Kanye. I love Kanye. I think Kanye's great. Um, Who else? Says, House. Wait. Who's a controversial person? Uh, Mike Tyson. I don't know. He bit a dude's ear off. <laughs> yeah, I was fine. Bust the pull at the end. Uh. <laughs> um, Michael Jackson. You like Michael Jackson? Um, sort of. He's controversial. He's he, very. He took advantage of children, um, which is fucked up. So one more topic, and then we'll wrap this up at about an hour and ten minutes ish. So you, the UFC hour, 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 hour. Um, what's the guy's name? What's the fighter's name? Whose daughter was like 
retell that whole story. We talked about it like what a month and a half, maybe two months ago on this podcast, and I, I cannot remember his name. remember his name. I don't remember his name or the incident. Look it up. Uh, or the incident. I'll look it up. People What's know. his incident? What, what was the incident? I'll I'll find his, his name. It's a UFC fighter. I think it's a heavyweight fighter. His daughter went missing, and then weeks later they found her remains in a forest or something like that, or in the woods. And I Walt Harris. Walt Harris. Yeah, I think he's making his UFC return sometime this year. I saw it on Twitter. It'll be his first fight since that happened. So I thought that was interesting. Um, hold on. Walt Harris return. I'm about to look that up and figure out the day. Walt Harris. Uh... Okay. I don't see anything. I just saw it on tw- on a Twitter feed. Oh, okay. Was tweeting about the it. Dude's, yeah, we talked about this. He's 6'5", 258. He's a big dude. That's a big-ass dude. Yeah, he's a big guy. Um, But other than that. January 18th. Yep, that's the last topic. Connor McGregor. The notorious Mystic Mac <laughs> McGregor makes his UFC return at 170, opposed to. I was listening to an interview from, from David White. He was White. huge. He's, Connor's a big dude. But no, big I saw a nine. picture of him. He looks mad. He looks yeah. buff as crap. Which I didn't mean. They like, basically. Mike bas- Bibby got buff and he was still sucking I think at they basketball. basically. The way everyone's calling it, they're like, "This is basically because they both normally fight at 155. It's basically a 155 fit, like fight without cutting weight. If, okay. you, if we really pay attention to it, like, yeah, they're not at 155. Connor doesn't have to drain that much weight. He's only losing about 15 pounds, so which would be around 170. Probably walks around at like 175 ish. Probably walks around like 168. Yeah, even yeah, probably yeah. So it's basically a, a lightweight fight without cutting weight. Wanna, what, what were you saying about Eddie Alvarez? So people that are training with Connor uh, say that everyone that watches the fight is in for a real treat because this is the best and most dangerous they have ever seen him. Which is hard to believe because he fought. Who did he just absolutely? He fought Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, that was bad. Marked Jose Aldo in 13 seconds yeah, for bad. a championship. Uh, worked Chad Mendez uh, a couple years ago. He lost to Nate Diaz on a two weeks. No- First of all, it was a two week notice, notice fight. Yeah. He had to gain weight for that fight just to make it. He lost it. Came back three months later. Beat him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Then he fought Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. And Eddie Alvarez is no chum. Like he's a. He's a well-known UFC fighter. He's been around. Did you say chum? Yeah. I mean chump. No, chum. Chum, chum like bucket. the chum bucket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's no chum. He's no uh, chum bucket. He's no, he's no plankton. Yeah, he's no plankton. And he just, I rewatched that fight today. I've never seen a fight look more effortlessly. And people have a thing against Connor for doing it where he puts his hands out like yeah. this. I understand it, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's sort of what fighters do. They, you know, they take a, a big swing to measure distance. He's just not afraid to go out there and measure the distance because he knows that you're not going to throw a punch because he knows that you know a left counter is coming over the top of it. So he just goes out there and he puts his hands up and he measures himself just to be sure. <laughs> puts his hands out. I was rewatching the fight. There's parts of the fight where with Connor's, Connor's South, yeah, with Eddie, where yeah, he's South, Paul. where he's he's reaching like this, super slow, like sloth slow. And Eddie's sitting there, he's bouncing back and forth, and he's like fainting. And Connor's just putting his jab out there real slow. He's not trying to hit him. 
but he's just putting it out towards his face and measuring in real time so he knows the calculation. Like how far his reach like how yeah, exactly. reach advantage. Yeah. How so, how to bounce in and out and then that that the combination that put Eddie away, it's exactly the same combination Eddie tried to use on Connor when he got knocked down the first time in the first round. It was a left body hook, a left high hook faint, like a, a feint, and then over the top right. Well, Connor's measured you out for two rounds now. He throws that left body hook. Connor ducks right elbow, catches it on the elbow. He goes, he knows he's not going full force with that left hook. It's going to be a feint to throw a right hook over the top. Connor baits him into it. Eddie throws a right over the top. Connor moves his head just slightly because he knows the measurements now. It barely touches his nose. Like, you see Connor's nose just. And then that counter. And then left, right, left, right, on top, ground and pound, over. <laughs> you said that Eddie Alvarez said that Cowboy yeah. Yeah, better be careful. There's a bunch of fighters. I was watching videos. It just wasn't just Eddie. It's oh. a bunch of fighters that said it. Uh, Connor looks really good. Yeah, you never know, though. The only Some thing, ring rust. Cowboy has a better. He has more. He has more options to win the fight than Connor does. Connor hadn't fought in like in the UFC in like three years. Had, had he, he fought last year. Who? No, not he didn't fight twenty nineteen. He fought twenty eighteen. End fought, of twenty eighteen, and that was bad. He won the third round. He but he hadn't fought in two years, and the last time he did, he got beat by Khabib oh, or Habib or whatever. Habib. Everyone gets beat by Habib. He twenty nine and zero for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but he beat. He just he beat Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Dustin Poirier is a mean guy. means nothing to me. Uh, Dustin Poirier actually was doing really well. He didn't win any rounds, but he put Habib in a guillotine, and I think that's the first time Habib's ever been put in that situation, so I think it pissed him off because as soon as he got out, he just mauled Dustin. It was you know, bad. This is really random. After after Jorge Mazadov killed Ben Askren, he's been on a downward slope. Not Jorge, Ben Askren. He retired. He not, did he, he retire? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he was like, what, oh, like lost his he went, next three or he two He beat fights. Robbie Lawler. And then lost his next three or something got like that. murdered by Jorge. Yeah. Then he lost to Damian Maya, an old fighter, and then he retired, yeah. Yeah. Jorge Mazadov, fighter of 2019, fighter of the year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The knockout was it. Absolutely. He beat Nate Diaz. He beat. He knocked out Darren Till. Yeah. Darren Till, he's the number one world, welterweight in the world at the time. Mm. Or he just came back from the jungle. <laughs> mm. The Amazon. Uh, and then he gets out there, he fights Nate, murders Ben Askren. I wouldn't doubt if in the jungle Jorge killed like a gorilla Probably. or killed like a lion He beats or Darren Till, then he's doing an interview afterwards, getting to, gets, to, uh, gets into an altercation with Leon Edwards, another welterweight. He charges him up, punches him, Leon Edwards three times in the face. He gets interviewed after and said, nah, Leon just looked thirsty, so I gave him a three-piece and a soda. <laughs> <laughs> a three piece oh look what it is I said it's not a podcast unless Peyton calls unless you walk in the room very true very true so Kendall how was your new year very new very new what'd you do what's Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> <laughs> well alright we're talking about Conor McGregor coming back this year January what 18th bye dad <laughs> it's a good walk Conor walk out the room oh <laughs> Hey, I like the Connor walk. What's that called? The billionaire something? The billionaire shuffle. I don't know. I don't know. It's called the billionaire something. Well, yep. How do I know? <laughs> we'll talk about that on Tuesday after the uh, playoffs. We can't win a game. Playoffs. Practice. We're talking about practice. Well, now the podcast is over. Peyton called you. He walked in. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> Kyler, where can I find you? You can find me.
on Snapchat at Kyler Durham twenty one. Um, I also react to my Facebook, but I'm not accepting any friend requests. I'm actually going through it and clearing out my Facebook right now, and I'm gonna start from zero. Mm. So what about that? Well, actually, Instagram? we'll start from one with Brittany, and then we'll go from there. Uh, I'm, I'm still. I was telling Brittany, I'm not sure if I'm going to open like open uh, reactivate Instagram, literally delete everything, and then not post anything except for podcast stuff, her and the kids, and, not, and like not follow anybody. So that's what I do. I'd follow the podcast, follow her. Follow. I'd follow things. I'd follow things Nick. that. I'd follow people and things that would, you know, for a fact, would either gain or like help the podcast or follow the podcast back. Yeah, and yeah, then follow. Yeah. I'd follow like Vans, okay, <laughs> and Adidas and Nike but, and stuff. And all right, Brittany and you. But you can find me at Snapchat at Kyle Durham twenty one. I post uh, the links for Spotify on um, my stories for the Not Your Normal Podcast as well as the AOC, the Academy of Conspiracy. And also, uh, go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash notyournormalpodcast. We have three tiers. We have the average tier, which is $5. We got that spooky-ass tier that's $6 in, uh, what's the word? Not in memory, but in uh, because of the Academy of Conspiracy. We got that $6 tier, and we got the normal tier at $7. So, yes, yes. Yeah, don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. And uh, Aaron, where can uh, all the all the pretty people, all the pretty people, where can all of our great, amazing listeners who followed us last year into this year, where can they find you and the podcast on all forms of social media? Well, you can find me personally on Snapchat at iPhoneAaron. On Snapchat, it's Aaron Cross. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's iPhoneAaron. And you can go to Instagram for all three of the podcast and iPhone Cinema. Just look up the podcast name and I put it all three of the podcasts. Oh, I forgot what it was. You can follow the ALC and Not Your Normal on Instagram. You can follow iPhone 7, Not Your Normal, and Academy of Conspiracy all on Twitter. And on Monday, Tuesday, sorry. This coming Tuesday, probably closer to Wednesday. I'll say Wednesday just to be sure. You can go to iPhoneCinemas.com to yeah. find all the links. And pre-order iPhone Cinema Night Normal on AOC merchandise. So you get your shirt with my beautiful face on it, saying "Let me cut you off right there." With that being said, uh, when you see when you hear this episode on Friday today, I have uh, some Night Your Normal stickers. If you want one, message me on Snapchat. I'm not going to charge you guys for it. I got a deal: dollar six for all twelve of them. So it's not for dollar. No. Anyway, that's been another episode. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to 2020. Thanks for listening. Big things are coming. Keep listening. Keep following us, and you'll find out what those are. Thanks for listening, and have a great, great 2020.